0: You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. We can do an
1: intro. Hey, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah hi. Intro. Hey, hey guys, what's up? So. As you know, we had our fanfic writing contest. Mm-hmm. Eight people entered. You beautiful that was amazing. human beings. Thank you. Thank you. We so really creative. We really
0: didn't think we were going to get any, and then we got eight. I know. And we're like, what? And eight good ones. Really good ones. Really good. Yeah. Very creative. Tough to pick.
1: It was really tough to pick. I felt like I was a teacher yeah. grading <laughs> essays, and I just couldn't choose. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so hard. But we did pick a winner, and the winner was Robert, a.k.a. Bobby, uh, a.k.a. Yes. my brother-in-law.
0: Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Which...
1: Just because he's my brother-in-law is not the reason why we no. chose him. Because everything, my husband entered too. Yeah, everything
0: yeah. the OC they we picked like our favorites, and they decided to make the last call, and that was the one they picked. So there's yeah. we could do about that.
2: Yeah, yep.
1: <laughs> it was that good. Yeah,
2: it was very good, and we're gonna read it to you guys.
1: So Bobby's is called "Welcome to the Bronx, Bitch." <laughs> Love it. <laughs> A black Lincoln Navigator pulls up in front of an apartment building. Out get the Cohens, led by Sandy. Oops, out get the coincider guys led by sandy sandy grabs kirsten ryan and seth under his arms and takes a deep breath through his nose as though to ingest the soul of their vacation destination fire hydrants sprinklers handball courts corner store bodegas botanical gardens fordham university fire escapes the house that ruth built welcome to the bronx soak it in says sandy thanks dad but first I think I'd rather soak up a shower because I feel like I'm going to catch something if I stand here any longer, says Seth. Kirsten rubs Seth's shoulder in a sarcastic sympathy. They take an elevator up to the third floor and walk down a wide hallway that smells of last night's dinner, echoing with the voices of game show hosts and news anchors. Apartment 204? Mom, says an excited Sandy.
2: Several hours go by as Seth and Ryan sleep off the long day of travel. Seth wakes up to hear a conversation in the living room. He peeks through a crack in the door to listen closer. He hears that Nana is back working in foster care, but this time in her post-retirement as a foster care home provider. It appears that her current foster child is out there with Sandy, Kirsten, and the Nana. Seth peeks his head out a little more and accidentally makes the door creak, alerting the Nana and they that they might be up. Sethla, she shouts down the hall. <laughs> Be right there, Nana. Just waking up Ryan. Seth launches an oversized pillow at a still sleeping Ryan's head, but alas, he misses. Ryan wakes up anyway, giving Seth a look of confusion and annoyance. That says it all. As Ryan and Seth emerge from Sandy's old bedroom, they hear an unplaceable but familiar voice and enter the living room to see no one else but Oliver sitting with the family. Ryan can already tell he's got Kirsten and the Nana eating out of his hand. Ryan, Seth, it's a pleasure to meet you guys. I'm Oliver, as he extends his hand for a shake with a cocked eyebrow. Not knowing what to do, Ryan and Seth play along, but Ryan's handshake made Oliver's hand turn white with an extra strong grip as he tried to contain his shock and annoyance. Oliver, dear, pinching his cheek, be a good boy and show my grandson and Ryan around the neighborhood. Asks the Nana. "Sethla hasn't been out to visit me since he was a little boy. Sandy and Kirsten roll their eyes, knowing it was a passive-aggressive dig at them. <laughs> Without taking his eyes off of Seth and Ryan, Oliver replies, Sure, sounds like a terrific idea, Mrs. Cohen. Oliver leads Ryan and Seth to the door.
0: Walking along Arthur Avenue, Ryan asks, Oliver, what are you doing here? Yeah, and why are you living with my Nana? Adds Seth. Lighting up a cigarette, Oliver replies, "Well, since you guys we last since well guys, since we last saw each other, my parents moved to Amsterdam and forfeited their parental rights while I was in the hospital getting better, making me a ward of the state. I bounced around a bit, met a girl, but then ran into some trouble with the wrong people, so I figured I'd see what New York had to offer me. But getting placed with Sophie was pure luck and I'm really thankful for her." Being in New York, I think my luck is really starting to change, Sethala, Oliver says with a smiling, smirking smile. Look, guys, I know we didn't end off so well last time, and I'm really sorry for that. I really am. But I'm really glad you're joining Sophie and I for the week. I think we're going to have a great time. So let me show you around a bit, says Oliver, walking ahead, taking another drag of his cigarette. Seth grumbles to a stoic Ryan. Okay, so burning down my mom's model home was bad luck. Trusting Jimmy Cooper to invest your money is bad luck. Having the summer breeze get struck by the same iceberg as a Titanic is bad luck. But no, instead we get the Nana fostering Oliver. Ryan starts walking again. Seth, what do you think he meant when he said his luck was starting to change? To be continued.
1: Yay! Yay! And
2: that it's right there is the winner.
1: Yeah. That's the winner. So we wanted to read it to you guys so you guys could take in, take in the winnering story. I think it's really, it's just a very,
0: like, from start to finish, clever. fluid, clever. We got Oliver. We got the Nana. It's just, it's funny. It's yeah. Good mix of everything. How ironic. Oliver's
1: the foster kid. Like, what? <laughs> what? What? Who's <laughs> My <coming>. bone. <laughs> well, we hope you guys enjoyed our reading. Yep. Hopefully we do another contest soon. Mm -hmm. I definitely would love to see what else you guys have.